0: weird but you know there's something significant about these colors and uh, the green represents eternity with Christ it represents a new life in Jesus when you accepted Jesus into your heart or if you do that today you're accepting him as your Lord and Savior and this green is symbolic of that eternal life when, the, when you look at this red It represents the sacrifice and the blood that was shed on Calvary for our sins. Somebody needs to praise Him for that blood, the saving power. I want you to take whatever color you've got and I want you to just throw it up in the air and I just want you to praise God for that green, for the eternity in life, and for that red, the sacrifice and the blood that was shed for Calvary as we worship Him this morning. dreams now. Of... Oh.
1: Salvation is here. Salvation is in this place. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord, and we worship you. Christ is born. Christ is born.
0: Ending beneath the weight of this wind and mercy When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory I realize just how beautiful you are And how great your affection i in his eyes if grace is an ocean we're all sinking so heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss and my heart it turns violent inside of my chest don't have the time to
1: maintain these regrets when i think about
0: Now we are his portion and he is our prize Drawn to redemption by the grace in his eyes if Grace is an ocean we're all seeking
1: So heaven meets us like a sloppy wet kiss And my heart it turns violently inside of my chest
2: how he loves me, loved me enough to send his son, and his son loved me enough to die in my place, oh the love of God, how unmeasurable it is, as we worship you on this day in celebrating not only the birth, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but we also, we celebrate our birth, the new birth. That all who believe in you shall be born again with this life that comes from above. And we are children and we are heirs of your Father. And we love you this day and we praise you. And we celebrate with all of heaven that yes, Jesus Christ is our Lord. Yes, Lord. We praise Worthy. you for healing. We praise you for salvation. We praise you for restoration. We glorify you in the presence of your temple, Lord. We worship you, we praise you In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Oh hallelujah, let's praise the Lord one more time Let's praise him. Hallelujah Glory to God Hallelujah Hallelujah Turn to somebody next to you, shake their hand Tell them I'm glad to see you today God bless you Hug her neck, tell somebody, welcome them Welcome them today. Welcome them. Father, we pray for Elizabeth Nicholson. We're filling a spot in her life. We pray that you fill her life. The spot has to go. We pray for salvation for the family. Salvation to this family in Jesus' name. We give you praise and glory. Oh hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, we welcome you today. I know that this may not be traditional, but it's not about tradition. It's about Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And so we welcome you today. We just thank God. How many of you know, if you said, I've never been to a service like this before. Well, how many know that there was never a virgin birth before, but it happened? Amen. Amen. <laughs> and And uh, we, we, we just, we just want to thank outside of the box. And we've been preparing this for over two months i told brother jake i said brother jake i want to sing silent night and i want some green sticks and some red sticks because we want to bless the church by internet and we welcome you today and we bless you people's been getting saved we've been getting reports about things happening in other states and uh and getting letters from other nations and we just welcome let's welcome everybody on the internet today let's welcome them we bless you god bless you hallelujah we welcome each and every one of you. Boy, you're looking good today. Look at you and say, man, you're looking good. I know you got something besides camouflage now. Look at you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas, Word of Grace. Merry Christmas. Man, what a day to celebrate. What an awesome time. Anyway, I told Brother Jake I wanted these light sticks and Silent Night. and Man, we got all kind of things prepared. I had somebody digging in their garage to find something out. And we've been doing all kind of things because this is a a time of celebration. Amen. The saints might have lost, but these saints are going up. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. And it's not over yet. Glory to God. Just welcome you. Bless you. Praise God. It's good to see you. I see Casey. Is there any other soldiers in for the holidays? Would you please stand up? You know I'm on. A pr- I'm proud of you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let's give them a big hand. God bless you guys. God bless you. Any soldiers about ready to be deployed? Would you please stand up? Any soldiers? Yep. In, in just about a week or two. Just married them last week. Congratulations. Looking good. You survived. God bless you, we're going to be praying for them before they go, and we we just welcome any visitors, any first-time visitors here, right here, God bless you, sir, good having y'all, anyone else for the first time, anyone over there, God bless you, good having you guys, anyone over, good having y'all, welcome, welcome, we just want y'all to feel comfortable, we're so glad you came to celebrate with us today, God bless you, sis, good to have you today, and I want to welcome those, today we're going to have a message, because some people only come for Christmas and Easter. So s- those of you that we have not seen for- since Easter, would you please stand? And we want to welcome you back. Come on, any takers? It's Christmas. You're here today. And we're not going to see you until Easter. So today I've got to preach Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's. And then I'll save Easter for when you finally come back. Anybody? Anybody we haven't seen since Easter? No, that's wrong. <laughs> So good to see you Hallelujah Good to see everybody back We bless you in Jesus name Hallelujah Just good to feel your spirit Just good to to see the love in you And bless you Hallelujah Just bless you today Hallelujah Precious name of Jesus There is no God like our God Amen Amen. So we're going to celebrate today Something I want to before uh, we do, we want to show you a little clip. You know, we're going to have some great things this morning, but tonight, boy, just come see the kids. They are just going to do an extravaganza, like, it's just going to be so awesome. So proud of Brother Shane and all the workers and everybody who has worked so hard. This whole platform is going to be nothing, but uh, it's going to look like Hollywood, the way they got stuff. And it's going to be so good, the presentation, and you will be truly blessed. So I want to invite you to come back. We're going to have refreshments, if you'll bring them. And uh, <laughs> if you'll bring them, we're going to have refreshments. If you don't, we're going to eat what everybody else has. And we're going to ask God to bless the eggnog and God to bless the pound cake. Not pound cake, but candy cane, whatever. Anyway, we're just glad you're here. But we want to show you commercial. Just want to just encourage you about coming tonight. So let's go ahead and hit it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. It took me two days to build that, but, uh, <laughs> but it is awesome. So look at you, everybody say, you better be here tonight. Hallelujah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. You know, the Bible says in Luke 2, verse 11, for there is born to you, somebody shout to me, There is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Glory to God and so many people. Why was Christ born? And as I was praying, I felt the Lord just led me and it just went together. John 10, 10, you know it. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What does that have to do with Christmas? Well, the verse continues. He came to destroy the works of the devil. It goes on to say the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy that you might have life. I've come to give you life. The light lit up the heavens because heaven invaded earth. Because the light of lights came to redeem mankind. Jesus invaded the territory that was the devil stole from Adam and Eve. Jesus came to say, I'm not leaving in your hands of a thief. I'm not leaving in your hands of a murderer. I'm not leaving in your hands of Satan. I'm going to make a way out to where you could come back into the presence of God. And be covered by the glory of God. I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I've come to destroy the destroyer and rebuke him. I've come to destroy the power of the enemy over you. And make a breakthrough in your life. That you may have life. And you look up that word life. It's the word zoe. Zoe which means in in one of the translations of the uh, Greek. All the highest and best which Christ is. One of the definitions of Zoe is the God kind of life. But right here it says it's the kind of life that Christ is. And he goes on to say that he gives to the saints the most blessed of creation. And he says life abundantly, the word abundantly means over and above. It means more and more. And get this, it means to superabound. I've come that you may have more and more, as you grow more and more into God, you'll have more and more of the presence and the glory of God. And what Adam and Eve lost and went into the curse, I've taken you out of the curse to put you into the blessing and cover you with my blood and give you a new life and breathe zoe into you. I've come to give you life, and that's what Christmas is all about. It's all about life. It's about the life that came to be a sacrifice to give life. It's about the one who loved you so much that he was willing to give up the best he had for you. He did not come to redeem this earth that they're so worried about falling apart. Guess what? It's going to be destroyed anyway. He didn't come to redeem the animals. He didn't come to redeem the trees. There's only one thing of creation that can live eternally. And that's what he made in his image that has a soul. And in that soul is what he breathed Zoe into. And I know you may believe there's a heaven for dogs, and maybe there is, and horses, and, you know, maybe there is. I'm not going to fight you on that, even though, you know, I believe God has those things already prepared for you up there. But anyway, maybe there's a different ark. I don't know. But anyway, all I do know, it's only man made in his image that he gave his life for to redeem. He purchased you with his own precious blood. I've come to give you life and give it more abundantly, that you may have it more and more and more and superabound. His desire for you today is that you superabound. Not more presents under the tree necessarily. Not more food necessarily. Not, not more and more and more that we have such an abundance of. What we want an abundance of is him. Yeah. And of the anointing that lifts the burdens, destroy the yokes. An abundance of the revelation of who he is. An abundance of, of revelation, knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. I want to bow my knee and behold my king now. And worship him every day for the life that he's given us. And praise God as I look at you. Every one of your names is in the Lamb's book of life. I praise God not only for my salvation. I thank God. I look at you. And I thank God you are not going to hell. I look at you and I see people who are going to live forever in heaven. And have escaped the fires and the damnation of hell. I look at people who's made a mockery of Satan. Because you walk down the aisle and you publicly confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I look at people today that because he was born, you can live and you can live forever and you're going to live in heaven. And we're going to sit at that table together and we're going to see Jesus. He's going to serve us at that table and we're going to sit there and we're going to glorify him forever and forever and ever. I look at all the faces and all the people that you're not damned to hell, but you're blessed on the way to heaven. And I thank God for that this day and I praise God for that this very day. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Well, we want to pick up our tithes and offerings this morning So we want the ushers to get ready to come And be prepared And we just ask you that you listen to what the spirit would have you to do And may God, the God of abundance And the God of super abundance And more and more Lord may you bless your people You said I have come to give life And as you said in one translation And give them life to the fullest Oh Lord I praise you that Lord There is nobody here today that has received all there is to receive Knows all there is to know And has seen all there is to see there is no end to you. Just as our sins go from the east to the west never to meet, you're even greater to where there's no end to the comprehension of how awesome and mighty you are. Bless your people. We praise you for breakthrough at this day. And we praise you for touching lives this day. Because you're king of all. And you're the Lord of all. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless your brothers and sisters.
3: Jesus, we say that you are Lord of this city. Yes. You are God of this nation. You are God of this state, Father. Father, you are God of all, and we just proclaim your glory throughout this entire world, God. Come on, can somebody just stand up on your feet and proclaim this song with me? You're the God of this city. You're the king of these people. You're the lord of this nation. You are. You're the light in this darkness. You're the hope to the hopeless. You're the peace to the restless. You are. Come on, how me know there's no one like our God? We stay there. Isn't no one like I There is is no one like God Oh yeah
1: Cause great things are yet to come
3: You're the Lord of this nation. Yeah, you are. You're the light in this darkness. You're the hope to the hopeless. You're the peace to the rich.
2: Hallelujah, how many are here to celebrate Jesus? Oh, hallelujah, how many want to celebrate Jesus? Hallelujah, praise the name of Jesus. Oh, this is a good day. This is a good Christmas. Every day is a good day. I believe there's something that God wants to speak in your life. So many things have happened while we've been working on this. You see that the message today is called the birth of a hero. And I want you to know how that came because so many things we've been working on. And as I was Wednesday looking for the font, how many of you know what the font is? It's what you call the special lettering that you can choose on the computer. And there's thousands to choose from. And as I was going through the downloads and looking for the right type of letters or the font to use in our message, I came across a font called birth of a hero. And watch the lettering you see right now, and you'll see throughout the day, is the lettering called Birth of a Hero. And I thought, what a perfect title with the perfect letters. Confirmation upon confirmation that every letter you see is shouting the birth of a hero, and his name is Jesus. How do you make Jesus the hero of your life? Amen. So today you want to see this, and I want to share with you out of Luke chapter 2. Verse 8 it says, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out of the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round of them. And they were greatly afraid when the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill towards man. Now we are here to celebrate, and I praise God for the freedom to speak the name of Jesus. You know, as you might have known, if you're keeping up with the game, and, and I really like uh, Drew Bruce a lot. But if you, if you saw they came out with a teach, Huh? Breeze, Drew Breeze, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, they came out with a T-shirt, and it's uh, W-W-D, B-D, Drew, Breeze. Anyway, it's what would Bree-Jesus do, Breeze us do. And you know, he even said he didn't like that. But, you know, today people are, it's okay to talk about God and spirituality on talk shows and among people. But it's controversy to speak the name of Jesus. It's amazing that today we celebrate Jesus who came and totally changed our lives. We're not ashamed of the name of the one who changed our lives and, and transformed our lives. But so today, you know, you speak the name of Jesus. It's controversy. It's amazing how they use the name of Jesus for a curse word. But you know, you don't ever hear anybody hit their finger and go, oh Oh, Buddha. You don't ever hear anybody slam the door and get mad and say, oh Muhammad. In fact, the Islam are trying to make it against the law to even speak against Muhammad or against the Quran. But nobody ever defends the name of Jesus publicly like they need to. And his name has always been under attack, but yet it's the name above all names. And it's the name given among men wherewith we are saved. And we, we worship the name of Jesus that has saved us and bought us and purchased us with his own blood. Amen. I want you to say this word with me. Say the word, Hine. Amen. Now say the word, I do. I do. Just like when you get married, I do. That's Hebrew and Greek. And that's for the word, Behold. Say, Behold. I want to share with you just a few minutes about this word behold, because it's going to bring you a lot deeper in your experience of Jesus. And that word behold means, listen to this, in the Greek, which is edu and do and Eni. And it means to have an effect on the viewer. To have an effect on the viewer. So many times we look at things and we see things, but we don't behold things. The Bible says that Jesus was the word that was made flesh. We wonder sometimes why is my life not changing and maybe it's not that we're not the word that we're looking at. We're not looking at it long enough or we're not praying through it long enough to have what we're seeing have an effect on our life to change us forever. Back in 69 when I was almost six years old and I, Jesus talked to me and spoke to me in the Evangelion Baptist Church, First Baptist Church. And I was down there and I walked down the aisle to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It changed me forever. I've never left him and neither do I want to leave him because it had an effect on me. And when I read the word of God, it still has an effect on me. When I worship Him, it still has effect on me. I'm just not singing. I'm having an effect done on the inside. And there's something that starts moving through my veins and through my bones and through my muscles and through my mind and through my soul. I'm just not singing. I'm just not reading. But there is life going on. Just like as when you're pregnant and you feel that baby kicking at times. And you know that there, you don't see it, but you can feel that there's life going on in the inside of you as a mother. Well, when you're reading the Word of God and you're beholding the Lord Jesus Christ through worship and study and fasting that you can feel there's life with on the inside of you. I'm talking about real Christianity. I'm not just talking about joining a church or going to a church. I'm talking about that what you're beholding is having an effect on you and that is going to change me for the rest of my life. The word word nowadays behold would mean, hey man, you got to listen to this. You got to pay attention. Come on, dude, listen to this. Wake up and listen to the reality. It also means to ensure and to empower. In other words, what I behold is not only going to uh, sound good, it's going to empower me to do what i'm beholding it's going to empower me to become like the one that i'm beholding it's going to empower me to become like the word i'm reading it's going to empower me to live the life that he has given and it also means the word behold means the assurance of fulfillment of the promise aren't you glad that there's going to be a fulfillment of the promise of god amen now i want you to look at this next scripture here in Isaiah 7:14, it says, "Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, everybody say it with me, behold. Say it again. Behold, Have this have an effect on you. Behold, the virgin shall conceive. How, how can this be? Now this prophecy is 700 years before it happens. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God coming to us. God coming near us. And I want you to see in this next verse. It says in Luke 2, 23, 52 and 30, 23 through 53, it says, This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down and wrapped it in linen. Listen to this. According to the concordances and studies that you do, the word there, linen, It's the same word that was used that he was wrapped in. In other words, what he was wrapped in as a brand new baby is what he was wrapped in as a crucified lamb. He was born to die that you might live. But I'm going to show you in a few minutes. They wrapped him in linen when he was born. They wrapped him in linen when he died. But the Bible says in Revelation when he comes back, he's coming back in linen. He's coming back on a white horse as king of kings and lord of lords. He is the resurrection and the life. So I want you to know that there is nothing, nothing impossible. That's what God wants to tell you today. Look at this next point. Isaiah 9 and 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And I just want to give you right quick, that word wonderful is the word pele, and it means he is beyond understanding, and he's too wonderful for words. When you tell God you're wonderful, oh God, your spirit is so wonderful, your presence is so wonderful, you're saying, I don't have the words to express, but whatever is inside and living with my heart is saying it. He is wonderful. He is beyond expression and comparison. The word counselor means that he is to advise, to consult, and to guide. And that's what it means there in Hebrews, that we can go, listen now, we can go to the throne room of grace boldly and finding help in time of need. In other words, my name is too wonderful to be even explained by natural words but I will be your guide and I will consult you in the way that you're to go. Then it goes on to say that he is mighty God, which means he's sovereign. He's all-powerful. He's everywhere. He's all-knowing. And then it says that he is the everlasting father. And that word father there means the one who cares. The one who is compassionate towards you. Listen, many times you talk to people and their lives are messed up or or hurt or they've been hindered because of the lifestyle they had. Because of the type of father they had. They said, my father was angry. Well, guess what? Your heavenly father is slow to anger. My father left me. Well, praise God. He's a father who will never leave you or forsake you. Can you praise him for that this morning? Amen. It says in the message translation, for a child has been born for us. The gift of a son for us. Amen. Now look at John one twenty nine. The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said. What did he say? Say it out loud. Behold. Behold here he is. Pay attention. Be impacted by what you see. Behold the Lamb of God which take away the sins of the world. Amen. Now look at this. John chapter 5 verse 12. Saying with a loud voice. Worthy say with me worthy is the lamb say with me again worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and strength and wisdom behold the lamb of God that was worthy to be to give his life for mankind and then I want you to see this the birth of a hero oh hallelujah the birth of a hero come on let's praise him let's praise him the birth of a hero Revelation 22 12 and behold come on say it now behold come on say it now behold say it again Behold, It said, behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Then it said, behold, that the child, go and behold the child born in Bethlehem as a baby, the Savior to all mankind. Then as he walked the earth, they said, behold, the Lamb of God that will be slain and put into the place of punishment in your place. But praise the name of the Lord that the book of Revelation says there's coming a day. He's not coming back as a baby, but it says, behold, pay attention, wake up while there's time, behold, that I am coming back with my my reward now look at this revelation chapter 19 11 through 16 now I saw now I saw heaven open and what what behold pay attention be impacted be changed a white horse and he who sat on him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges makes war His eyes were like a flame of fire, and his head were many crowns. He had a name written that one no man knew but himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called, what? The Word of God. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine, what? Whoa, we're going to be clothed with the birth clothes. The death clothes and the resurrection clothes along with him And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen White and clean followed him on white horses Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword That with it he should strike the nations And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron And he himself treads the winepress And the fierceness and wrath of almighty God And he has on his robe and on his thigh The name written How many of you know his name is Jesus Come on shout it out his name is Jesus. He says in the time in times you're going to be living in the midst of famine and recession. And wars And you may be living in the midst of pain And you may be living in the midst of discouragement And your life may not be making a lot of sense But he is to this day He is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings And when you worship him And when you praise him There is a breakthrough and an invasion of the Almighty God And just like there is an invasion now of Jesus Lord and King There is coming a day when we are going to see Jesus come back And in this world of turmoil and war Even though the nations will rise up to make war against Jesus And his armies they will be defeated And God will destroy all of hell And throw Satan into the pit For eternity with all the demons with him And we're going to be raised And we're going to live for our eternity With Jesus Christ all because Unto us a child is given And a son is born Give him praise one more time Now I want you to see this next scripture here The birth of a hero. Revelations 3.20. What does it say? Behold. Behold. Pay attention and be impacted by this. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and dine with him and he with me. Now, I want to read something to you. A story about an Israeli, a Jewish Messianic Jew name Ian Samir listen to this story a few years ago a masonic jew by the name of ian samir was driving through an arab village in israel suddenly a figure darted out from the side of the road ian slammed on his brakes too late he had struck and killed a 13 year old palestinian boy ian couldn't understand why the teacher had, the uh, teenager had ignored the blaring horn and the screeching brakes Later, he turned, he found out the reason. The boy was deaf. Haunted by the tragedy, Jan was determined to make amends by seeking the family's forgiveness. Other Jews had heard of his plan, thought he was crazy. An Israeli policeman even warned him, saying, man, that's dangerous. You don't want to do that. You can't, you can get into serious trouble. You're an Israeli Jew, and these people you want to meet are Arabs on the West Bank. The policeman was merely echoing what Ian already knew. According to Arab tradition, the family could kill Ian in vengeance for their son's death. But Ian persisted, enlisting an Arab pastor who suggested the arrange for a special meal of reconciliation. Here's how Ian described what happened when he sat down with the boy's family for that ceremonial meal. The cups of coffee remained on the table untouched. According to tradition, the father would be the first to taste of the cup As a sign that he accepted the recognition gesture And indeed agreed to forgive The tension in his face had cast a shadow on the proceedings until then But at that point, he suddenly began to smile The lines of grief softened He looked at me squarely and he smiled broaded broaded as he moved towards me opening his arms in a gesture of embrace. And as we met and embraced, he kissed me ceremonially three times on the cheeks. Everyone began to shake hands with one another as the father sipped coffee. The whole atmosphere was transformed. The tension was ended. Behold. But then something even more surprising happened. A spokesman at the family turned to Eon and made this remarkable invitation. "No, O oh my brother... That you are in the place, you are sitting in the seat of the son who had died. You have a family and a home somewhere else. But know that we are your second home. What a picture of our Jesus and the communion table. That when we sit at the communion table and we take of the bread and the wine. It is saying that we are totally accepted by the heavenly father. And as he accepted Jesus, we are sitting in the same seat of Jesus with him before the Father. He says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's the type of Savior that comes to you, just like he suddenly came upon the angels. How many of you know we have a God who is a God of suddenlies? He'll come to you where you're right there in the midst of your pain and your suffering. He'll come to you, and if you just open the door, he'll come in. If you'll open the door to him, he'll come in. He's saying, pay attention, behold, pay attention. You've been running your life as you want to. You've been living your life as you want to. You you come to me whenever you desire to, but if you would just pay attention and be impacted by what you behold. If you open the door to me, the Prince of Peace, I will come into you, and I will give you a peace that passes all understanding. If you'll open the door to me, I'll come into you and give you a joy unspeakable, and that's full of glory. Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if you're grieving over the loss of a loved one, I have a peace and I have a tranquility that causes the worst of the sorrows to flee away. If your body's being overtaken by sickness and disease, my healing power in me is knocking at your door to come in and touch your body and make you every whit whole. If your life is empty, I am the fullness to fill it. If your cup is empty, I am everything there is to fill it. If you feel like you have no reason to live, if you open the door, I'll come in and give you a reason to live. He's knocking at the door. All you have to do is open the door and let him in. Who is this child? This is the child who gave his life for you. Amen. Now look here. Luke 2, 8 through 14. Now, they were in the same country, we read this a while ago, shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And say with me, and behold, say with me, and behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. The angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. Say with me, "Emmanuel." Emmanuel. God with us. God came to be close to you. He's not a God that is afar off. He's a God that's come close to you. And that's the reason to celebrate. So many people, they say, I feel so lonely this Christmas season. I feel so depressed this Christmas season. Uh, This time of year is depressing to me. You've got to understand that this is the time of year and all year long where we celebrate that God desired to come close to us and to save us and to make us new. It says, glory to God in the highest. Say that with me. Glory to God in the highest. Listen, I want to tell you, you wonder, why do I have God to praise? What, What do I have to? praise God about. He's higher than your problem. Listen, everything right now, all Santa Claus and all this other stuff, I want you to know he's higher than Santa Claus. He's higher than gifts Lord you're higher than anything of man You're higher than any king or any President or any nation you're higher Than any position you're higher than Any other name you're higher than any Name of any sickness disease Higher than any name as cancer on Casey Higher than anything that the devil Would try to tell her whatever the doctors Would proclaim Uh, there's people here right Now that you could stand up and say "I'm a testimony That I was quoted the doctor said I had this and the doctor said I had that But we prayed the prayer of faith and we believed in the almighty God and I believe that God is higher than cancer. God is higher than diabetes. God is higher than death because he is the resurrection and the life. My God is higher than any other power. The power of the devil. The power of man. No evil or harm can come nigh your dwelling because my God is the highest. Can I hear an amen? He is high and lifted up. But listen, he was willing to come down to just normal people like the shepherd. No, Jesus wasn't born in a big castle in Jerusalem, the capital. He was born in little Bethlehem, in a little manger, in a cave. Because he came for the ordinary people. He came unexpectedly. He came suddenly. He'll come upon your life in a sudden way. He, suddenly the angels appeared. You're wondering right now, what's, when my life is going to happen? Listen, I believe that your suddenly is going to happen this season. I believe in Jesus' name that this is your season, that your suddenly is going to happen where the glory of God is going to surround you. God is going to manifest to you, and you're going to be impacted by what you see and by what you hear by the Spirit of God. Don't go away from this place today depressed. Don't go away beholding your circumstances. It's time to behold and be impacted by the life that was given to you and was resurrected for you. Can I hear an amen? Listen, he came to those who are in needy. Listen, he came to a doubter named Thomas he said Thomas behold you may be here today and you're a doubter but he is going to manifest. you may be doubting even if the word of God is true you may be doubting if you have a future but he says behold I've come to give you faith I've come to show you what I promised will come to pass he came to a doubter and he showed himself he said behold I am alive he'll go to someone who's cursing and denying him and he'll reveal himself to you some of you today you are burdened about lost loved ones I've been hearing it much here lately, and I got even a note, pray for someone's salvation, and I did. And so many people today, they're burdened down about lost loved ones. You know, we've got to go spend Christmas with our family, and they're a bunch of heathen. Well, listen, he appeared to a betrayer. He he, He appeared to a cursor. He appeared to one who denied him. And if you believe him, he will appear to your loved one, and they will be impacted and changed by who they see when they see Jesus. So don't doubt that you you want to see them saved. Think of the one who gave his life to see them saved. He wants to see them saved. Amen. You may be here today and you say, I'm ashamed. I've been carrying this shame and guilt around. I've had an abortion. I've done this. I've done that. And and I just, I want to hide. I don't want nobody to see me. I don't want nobody to know my past. I don't know that people know about my failures. I don't want people to know, listen, Jesus appears to failures. Jesus wants to appear to the person today Who's experienced shame in their life Who feel like they're so guilt ridden And they have no reason to live And they have no future Jesus wants to appear to you today He was born for you He came for you over 2,000 years ago And he's coming by his spirit to you today To change and transform your life forever So don't you give up He sees plans, purposes, and potential for your life Now I want to share something else about you as you go around, and some people's been going to Natchitoches, and you go around, and you see all the lights at all the festival, and everybody's saying happy holidays and Merry Christmas, and we're all celebrating the Christmas time, and we're celebrating the birth of Christ. I want you to know that every light, every decoration, every party, everything you go to, and everything you see, it's about you too. Christmas, all this partying is not just about the birth of Jesus, but it's about the birth of Jesus that made a way for you to be born again too. You may be feeling here today, nobody loves me. I didn't even get a Christmas card from anybody that I know. I didn't even get a Christmas present. Listen to me, you got the greatest present heaven has to offer. Listen, if Jesus, if Jesus didn't accept feeling sorry for himself, for being rejected, for being spat upon, for being his beard pulled out, and for being nailed to the cross and whipped, if he didn't call out for pity and he didn't feel abandoned, then how can we say we, have sor- we feel sorry for ourselves when we've already been given the greatest life that's ever been, the hero of our faith? Listen, he gave his best for you. He loves you. You're not alone. You may not have got a Christmas card. But you got a huge 66 volume love letter from God Almighty to tell you that you're my child. I forgive you and I'll love you. I'll suddenly break into your life and I'll wash your sins away. I'll cleanse you. I'll make you brand new. Listen, I think that's the greatest gift that anybody could ever receive. Amen. Amen. Listen, the heart, listen to this. It says, let me share this with you. It said the shepherds were afraid. They were afraid because they heard the word of God, but they didn't know God. Let me share something with you. My wife, y'all might have seen, she, she has a real nice coat there. And I'm sure people see my wife walk in and she's got a fur coat and they go, Oh, look what the pastor's doing with the tithe. I guess the pastor bought her a tithe, uh, bought her a fur coat with a tithe. And it must be nice to have a fur coat. I wonder if it's real. Yeah, it's real. She shouldn't be wearing animals like that. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people judge that. But let me share something with you. About 16 years ago in Argentina, a lady with the last name of Barrio Nuevo came up to my wife and says, The Lord has told me to give you my coat. About 16 years ago, this lady, she didn't have another fur coat and she wasn't rich. She wanted to honor my wife and she gave my wife that fur coat down in South America in a third world country. What I want to share with you is this. The shepherds were afraid and you're always afraid unless you get to know the heart of the giver. When you get to know the heart of the giver, you stop being afraid. A lot of people, their Christmas is going to depend upon how much they get, how big they get, and how much it costs. Some woman's going to get a diamond ring. God bless you guys. Some woman's going to get a diamond ring, and the first thing I'm going to do, I wonder if it's real. And you'll get a hug and a kiss depending on how big it is and how real it is. There's a lot of things that depend on how good it is and how real it is. But listen, let me share something with you. It's not the size, it's not the cost, it's the heart. Some of the greatest gifts we've ever received weren't much. When my wife and I were leaving Belize, working with the Mayan Indians. Our last stop was at our interpreter's house, Paciano Tamasa Paciul. We stopped at their house to say goodbye. This was back in 1984, and they came out of the living room. And all they had in their living room as a decoration was one teacup and one saucer. They didn't have a set. They had one teacup and one saucer. When we got there to tell them goodbye, they came out with the one teacup and the one saucer. And they were crying. And they gave us that one teacup and that one saucer, which was their decoration for their little house. Now they said, "We want to give you this before you go to remember us." How can a missionary leave another nation believing that that work will continue on? It's not what type of church I built. It's what type of heart I see. It's the heart of the giver. Behold. The heart of a God who loved you so much in a sin-sick world that he sent his only begotten son. People are so afraid of God. They're so afraid of losing their salvation. They're so afraid of so many things. And the reason is you see the gift, but you don't see the heart of the giver. I pray today more than just praising God for the gift which we do. I want you to see through the God that so loved the world that he gave the gift. My faith, faith worketh by love. My faith is great and an awesome God because I've had the privilege not only to see the gift, but I have seen the heart of my father. And by seeing the heart of my father, I know that it is not my father who's going to kill me. I know that my heavenly father is not going to put cancer on me. I know that my heavenly father is not going to allow a plane to fall out of the sky I know my I've seen the heart of my father I know that he's not going to allow my children to die Before their time and that they're going to live a long fruitful life I know that my father is going to touch me And give me and supply my needs and always be with me And when many things rise up about me I know that greater is he that is with me Than he that is in the world Because I've seen the heart of the father And so this Christmas season I want you beyond the packages and the bows And the best of the wrapping and everything that we go through I want you to know it's not about the gifts it's about the heart of the giver it's not about how many gifts it's about the gift that God gave and if you can see his heart you will never doubt again that God is for you and God loves you and God forgives you and he is saying behold behold there's good news I've appeared unto the most humblest of all servants. I've appeared unto the shepherds to show you that I'm not a respecter of persons and I've appeared to mankind to show them that I love them with all of my heart and I loved them so much I loved them no more than even my own life and so he gave his life for us because he wanted you to see his heart He went through the crucifixion and the whipping. He went through all the different things he went through. Because he wanted you to see through all those things to see that he did it by his heart. And it says in Hebrews 12 that he did it with joy, seeing the cross. If you saw the movie The Passion, he did everything he could to get on top of the cross. Because he saw you and he saw me. And he saw, yeah, he saw our sins. And he was injected just like a man who's going to die by lethal injection. Because he deserves to die. Because he killed somebody. The law decided that he needed to be killed by capital punishment. So they put the lethal injection in them And all the different things start going down when it's time And that person's laying on that table And he's receiving that poison within his veins I want you to know that that little baby That we're worshiping today He's not a little baby anymore He grew up, but at 33 and a half years old He got on the cross And they put a lethal injection into the arms of our Savior And they they put all of the sin And all the diseases And all the things that the devil stands for And hell stands for And our eternal death and damnation and 2,000 years ago on the cross they put the lethal injection into the arms and the body of our Savior and He received the sins He knew no sin He received the sins inside of His body He received the doses of all our bad and evil and, and, and crud and trash He received it all and in His body He died as a sacrifice for all sin but praise God that on the third day He rose He rose to prove what he did. It worked. It worked. It worked. For unto you a child is born. (laughs) Romans 8, 32 in the message. Look at this. If God didn't hesitate. My boy. I'm a wuss but I'm proud of him he's going to boot camp in April when he told me he had swore in I told him to hesitate and I'm still hesitating and letting him go but I'm proud of him it's going to be awesome for him but it's been months now and it's still hard to let him go and I read that that the most holy, purest, purest God, for you and I, for those in the jungles of the Amazon, those in Iran and Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, for those in China, for the Mayans with their 320 different gods, for those caught up in Voodoo in Haiti in the Caribbean, even with all of that. God did not hesitate To put everything on the line for us Embracing our condition And exposing himself to the worst By sending Who we're celebrating now His son Jesus It goes to on to say Is there anything else He wouldn't gladly and freely do for us Can you praise the Lord today Thank you, Jesus. The angels came. They worshipped him. Listen, nobody can worship for you. You must bow your knee. They had to go to Bethlehem. It's not about just being a member of the church. When I was a little boy in the First Baptist Church of Evangeline, I used to win the perfect attendance award. But that wouldn't give me Jesus. I just had to go to church every Sunday and make sure I was there. But I want Jesus. Jesus. And I know you do too. And they had to go and receive them for himself. And before we get into this scripture here. And read this together. I know your lives as our lives has been busy. I know you've been busy shopping. I know. How many still have shopping to do? Let me see your hand. How many still have some shopping? Okay. Quite a few. How many know it's been busy? You're getting ready to go for family. You're getting ready to travel. You're getting re- you've been putting decorations up. You've been buying. You've been shopping. How many has been going nonstop? In all of this time, we're just busy, busy, busy. With all the business, how often have you stopped to worship and thank God for sending us Jesus? How many times have we just stopped and say, I'm not into this just because it's the thing to do. I'm into this for my King and my Lord. Some of us for days have not stopped and worshipped the King. We've been so busy, so occupied, always doing something that we haven't stopped for Jesus. And as I read what they were praising God about, I want us to read this together. Read this with me together, please. Let all that I am praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will praise God, his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives me of all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. Can you praise him for that? Right there where you are, can you praise him for that? Now, I got a little visitor that, you left that on? I got a little visitor that I believe explains the Christmas message the best. President Obama had had a speech that night, so he didn't come on TV. But I found the little shepherd boy running around Pineville. (laughs) Shepherd Linus. Hakarabaha. And I want you to hear, I think, one of the best definitions of Christmas. For behold, I bring you tidings of
1: great joy, which will be to all people. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie
2: Brown. That's what Christmas is all about. It's peace and goodwill toward men. I ask you right now, if you don't mind, would you bow your head and close your eyes? If you're here today as we're celebrating the birth and the death and the resurrection and the eternity of our Lord and Savior. If you have not made your way to Bethlehem. If if you have not gone to that place to bow your knee and worship your King and your Savior. I want to invite you today, right there where you are. To raise your hand and just... By raising your hand, you're saying, I want to receive this king. I want to receive Jesus, the gift of salvation that was given to me. I want him to come. I'm opening my door as he's knocking. I want him to come into my life, and I want him to change my troubles. I want to be changed. I want to be transformed. I want to experience his life. I want to experience his forgiveness. I want to experience his freedom. I want to experience his power. If that's you today, would you please raise your hand and say, I want to experience the gift of salvation. I want to experience Jesus. If that's you, just raise your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else today? Maybe you're here and you've received him before, but you want to rededicate your life to him. If that's you, would you please raise your hand? Anyone at all? Raise your hand. i like to rededicate my life to him. God bless you. You're raising your hand. God bless you, young man. God bless you. Anyone else? You can raise it and then put it down. Anyone else? He went all the way for me. Now I want to come to him. Anyone else today? Young or old? Don't be ashamed of him. He paid such a price for you. Anyone at all? Would you come today? He's knocking at your door. Behold. Behold. He knocks at your door to give you power to change, to be transformed, to be cleansed, to be forgiven. Anyone else at all, raise your hand. Anyone else today? Anyone else? Would you three please come? Would you come and let me pray with you? Someone over here. Raise your hand again. Someone over here, raise their hand. God bless you, sir. Would you come today, sir? God bless you I see you would you come let me pray with you Please please come If your friends and family want to come with you That's fine you don't have to come by yourself But come Make, make the pilgrimage To behold your king come and stand And face me right here Come and stand and face me right here Make your pilgrimage To come and behold your king Christians be praying Christians be praying I need a lady behind Sister Kathy would you Anyone else today Saints bow your head and pray Just pray Pray for the special moment That Jesus will be exalted The price he paid will be accepted The shackles will be broken The lives will be changed Souls to be added For the price that he paid Anyone else today Anyone else I've been getting reports of people Praying the prayer with us on the internet If you're listening by internet You can get saved right there where you are As so many already have We encourage you to find a church There where you live Get baptized, go to church But right now you're hearing this by internet I ask you to pray this prayer along with us And every one of you up here If you would put your hand upon your heart The Bible says we believe with our heart And we confess with our mouth If you would just pray this prayer with me Dear Heavenly Father I thank you today For the precious gift Of your son Jesus the Christ I believe He was born Of the Virgin Mary I believe He died upon the cross For all of my sins And I believe That on the third day You raised him From the dead Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. I open the door for you to come in and make me one of your own. I thank you today that I am saved, that I am born again. In Jesus' name, amen. and Amen. Let's give the Lord praise. God bless you. God bless you. So glad you're here. Darren. God bless you, man. Been a while. Wow. How old are you now? 26. God bless you. So good to have you. Congratulations. Bless you, buddy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's your name? Harold. You've been here before. is your first time. Hallelujah. God bless you. You're my brother. We're family, okay? We're all family. God bless you. We love you. Feel that out and we'll keep in touch with you. Hallelujah. Love you, my sis. Let's give the Lord another hand. Let's praise him. (laughs) Praise the name of Jesus. Now, Brother Jake's getting ready to dismiss. Brother, just pray for a a Christ-filled Christmas for each and every one. Pray that the presence of God will be with them wherever they go. Pray that the peace of God will rule and reign over their hearts and minds And all sorrow and sadness will flee away And that the joy of the celebration of our Savior Is going to be with them all I love you, you're my family, I love you, i bless you You're the precious people, salt of the earth The Lord bless you, may you have a very merry Christmas And if you can we'll see you tonight God bless you
0: Jesus Such a wonderful, beautiful name. Lord, we just honor you today. God, I pray right now that as each person in this room to this morning, God, as as they're going through the stress of life, Lord, and the stress of this season, God, I just pray that we all can just stop for a minute and just stop what we're doing and just wherever we are, if it's in a store or a restaurant with family, with friends and loved ones, God, that we just take time. To have you in our heart And our thoughts The true reason That we are celebrating this time I just pray that you would fill every heart This week with your joy With your peace With your presence Jesus we just want your presence In all of our lives That our families and friends Would sense you inside of us And see the light that's inside of us Let it shine bright within us like that Northern Star did 2,000 years ago. We just give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen.